Sports and Songs podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing today? Doing good. How about you? Good. It's it's September 10th, where the first full week of September fall is here, Andy. We're on season three, episode number 42. Yep. For those listening, uh, this is a songs edition only. No sports. It's going to be songs, music, album review, all that fun stuff, Andy, right. of, of our uh, rock follower heavy metal fans yes mainstream rock as some call it yes yes well let's uh let's jump right in we've got an album review of the day uh it's an acdc album and it's technically now technically a soundtrack andy yes sorry the greatest hits and it's not who made who by acdc was actually a soundtrack album by australian hard rock band acdc released in 1986 the album is a soundtrack to the Stephen King film Maximum Overdrive. So this uh, it's it's thirty seven minutes fifty seconds, released on Atlantic Records. Now, three tracks on the album, "Who Made Who" and the instrumentals "DT" and "Chase the Ace," were newly written and recorded by ACDC for this album. The remaining tracks were all previously released, and so what we've got here is ultimately. Not a greatest hits, but a, a compilation album that's a soundtrack at the same time, but does have three new tracks. Yeah, um, you know, at, at uh, you know, previous vocalist was Bon Scott, and he died in 1980. But they did put one song on that he did, "Right On," "Right On," good, good, slow, yep. classic blues song. Um, and so they added that. All the rest were by his replacement, Brian Johnson. They also released a, a 73 minute videotape. Yes, a videotape, VHS, which contained the music videos for all for the songs Who Made Who, You Shook Me All Night Long, Shake Your Foundations, Hell's Bells, and footage from a live performance of For Those About to Rock, which was filmed in Detroit, 1983. And so, you know, they were coming off their Fly on the Wall album in 85. Uh, Blow Up Your Video came out in 88. This was sandwiched between um those two so let's go over first of all the personnel because uh you're gonna have a little more information on yep. this on this andy because acdc i'm a fan of both vocalists yeah, uh, yeah. some 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 are fans of one or the other uh you know bon scott uh brian johnson but this is brian johnson lead vocals angus young lead guitar malcolm young rhythm guitar cliff williams does the bass work and simon wright on the drums and like we said earlier right on this the one song on the album was actually an old one from bond scott now i got a little side note here simon wright i'm a fan of him and he does some very good drumming has been around a long time one of those heavy drummers like a john bonham um, yeah, yeah. uh dave grohl and when he was with dio he, he did it at four albums with dio including killing the dragon i saw him at the quest years ago with killing the dragon when it came out from dio and I went up on that second level there behind the kit uh, during the show. And uh, you can watch, I, I watched Simon and had a new appreciation for the man um, after seeing him live in concert. But a very heavy drummer, very good. Simon Wright, big fan, of course. Now, here's the track listing. They start off with Who Made Who. That's the new one. And, the, and remember, the, the movie's about machines and robots and technology that comes to life kind of in getting back to that who made who concept of who yep. built who they start killing uh the, the humans it's a campy horror kind of a comedy horror campy movie 
Yeah. Stephen King. And it's the only one that he directed. Uh, he wrote, you know, many, many movies, but he directed this one. The next song was You Shook Me All Night Long. They brought that in from Back in Black. DT is an instrumental. Sink the Pink, they brought that in from Fly on the Wall. Ride On is from Dirty De Deeds, Done Dirt Sheep. Hell's Bells is from the, the album Back in Black. Shake Your Foundations, another good song from Fly on the Wall. Chase the Ace is another instrumental that was new for this recording. And then they wrap up with For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. Um, but that's the group. That's the tracks. That's the recordings. Um, in fact, I haven't listened to this whole thing for a long time. I brought this up. And in fact, um, you know, listen, listen to it, you know, the full thing again. This album sold 5 million copies. It was also voted the second best track of 1986 by the readers of Hit Parader magazine, the song Who Made Who. Um, the song Who Made Who was written by Stephen, written for Stephen King for the movie uh, Maximum Overdrive movie, where the theme was around machines that came alive and began killing people. The lyrics follow the idea that gadgets and devices created by mankind coming to rule over human beings instead of the other way around. The irony where humans become subservient to the technology that they created. You have any more information on this uh, on this movie, Andy? I know it's a it's a good one. I haven't seen it yet. Names from the movie you might recognize, not recognize. Um, Emilio Estevez is one of the main characters in the movie, and uh, Yearly Smith. Um, you might recognize her. She was on the Tracy Almond show. Okay, and she's the voice of Bart Simpson. She is. Yes, I did in not the movie know that. Back to Overdrive. Both uh, she drops the line, "Eat my shorts." There we go. Bart Simpson line. So little tidbits in there. I thought that was kind of interesting when I heard that part. And uh, the one thing here about Stephen King, how he got ACDC to do the soundtrack. Uh, Stephen King, of course, is a huge ACDC fan. And this is all off IMDb. Uh, ACDC fan. And when he got to meet him, he asked if they'd do the soundtrack. Sure. And he goes, do you guys want to be in the movie? And they go, no. We're not actors. No. We're not doing that. But to entice them, uh, claims are uh, scene, there's a scene where the band's in the movie on a boat, and the band's like, no, that's not us. We're not in it. So some people claim they've seen them in there. Um, and they agreed to do the soundtrack after Stephen King saying, ain't no fun waiting around to be a millionaire on, from the 1976 album Dirty Deeds. Stephen King sang that to those guys. They said, okay. We got it. We'll do it. You know, they they agreed there. Um, a lot of people, like you said before, thought it was a greatest hits album when it came out. And it's not. It was a soundtrack. It just, at that time it came out as, here's ACDC, the soundtrack to Maximum Overdrive. The album wasn't listed as that. So that's kind of, a, I think, a Stephen King thing on that too. And what I thought was interesting, I said it's kind of a, I don't want to say a parody on horror movies, but it's got a sense of humor to it and which is different from a lot of Stephen King stuff, you know, and it's the only one where he wrote and directed. And um, he had a little, well, it was no issue to him, but had an issue with cocaine at the time. And so that's why some of the scenes were a little Stephen Kingish, you know, but he has never directed since then. It's the only one. Only film. 
Yeah. He's ever directed. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's had other books made in the film. But they were just his books. This is the only one he directed. Um, he kind of has said it different times. This was years ago, though. He would like to redirect it. Not on the drugs. But then again, I think he doesn't want to because look at a lot of musicians. They, all the greatest songs they wrote, they don't remember writing them because they were so whatever because your mind, I guess, does different things. And they get off the drugs and the songs are still good. They're just in a different different place. <laughs> and the reason we kind of brought this up, we were talking in our uh, production meeting the other day. ACDC, I said, we should do an ACDC one. Because Brian Johnson has a book coming out, Songs of Brian, kind of his whole life. If you remember, Brian, a few years ago, they were on tour. What's the title again? Stop. He had to stop because it was hearing. Ah, Songs of Brian, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and he had to stop because he couldn't hear. And um, so Axel Rose filled in, finished the tour. He's had some stuff done, I don't know if it's surgery or they've done earplugs or whatever. They have recorded other things, and he's back on tour with them, and hence they got the book coming out, and we kind of thought, let's do this ACDC tribute. Or not tribute, but um, album of the week. And I said, Malcolm's no longer with us. He passed away from the band. They've had different drummers in the past for ACDC, but they've always kind of been the same core guys. So I think that's one thing you don't see very often. Uh, yeah, they changed lead singers. There were a few bands that had two different lead singers and but kept their popularity. Yep. Van Halen pulled it off with David Lee Roth and, and Sammy. But to me, those are two different bands. Yeah. ACDC didn't really change. They kept playing the same music. They just changed the singer. Because David Lee Roth liked to do a lot more covers and everything else. Sammy Hagar was more his own stuff. So they were two different, both good, different. ACDC has always been ACDC. Um, Brian Johnson, again, is... Let's see if I can find here the name of the book real quick again. Um, the Lives of Brian. I'm sorry. The Lives of Brian. You can get it on Amazon. comes out October 22nd. He's a very interesting character, Brian Johnson. Um, I recommend the book. I haven't read it yet, but I've read a lot on him in the past. He's done other books and stories on him. If you could go back and find old interviews with ACDC, very humbling band. They just really regular guys, you know. Um, there's the one joke going out there about ACDC to, to Angus going, you know, you guys have made millions of dollars on just, you know, seven different chords. And he goes, no, we haven't. It's eight different chords. I mean, <laughs> so he admits that they all kind of sound the same, but you know what? You people keep buying it. We'll keep recording it, you know. So, very good movie, song slash movie review, but very good album. Um, like I said, it came out after, uh, what was the old one had before this one, Dan? Fly on the Wall. Fly on the Wall. Not their greatest work, I don't think. Good album, but boy, I think this album, like I said, was the second best of the year according to Hit Prater Magazine. Yeah. I really think ACDC is one of these bands. We'll do a show on this later. MTV really saved them. You know, because um, they could do videos and be more out there again. And this being a Stephen King one, when it came out, it was real popular. He was a popular guy. So that 
you, you don't have to be Stephen King movies. Guy kind of like okay, it's gonna be a scary movie. Here we go. I'm also no. You don't have to be in that horror film. Don't be ready for a comedy either, but it's a lighthearted horror film. It also says here the movie Maximum Overdrive. Um, recently, a couple years ago, Stephen King's son recommended. He says, "Let's redo that movie and let me direct it." Well, re yep. it'll be a couple a generation later. Re-release Maximum Overdrive and redo the movie. And Stephen's like, ah, "I don't want anything to do with that." that yeah. movie. The The Simpsons did one. Um, maximum Homer Drive. They kind of did a yeah. on You know, they've done it. Um, the movie Haven is kind of a, I don't want to say a spinoff of that, but kind of that same thing, the TV show Haven. And one of the characters in Maximum Overdrive, the Green Goblin from uh, Spider-Man. You see that name in there a lot on stuff. So yeah, got a lot of different things. Um, it's kind of a fun movie to watch. I said Emilio Estevez is in it. You don't really picture Emilio. him in a horror movie, you know. You know, he's the coach from Mighty Ducks, you know. He's the Mighty Duck he's man. He's the guy from Young from Young Guns, you know, and here he is in Maximum Overdrive. Now the, the singles released was Who Made Who, of course. That's yep. a new new fresh song, but they also released You Shook Me All Night Long. Re-released rare, rare thing. They re-released uh, a previous uh, song. So that was released. Uh, on the B side of that is she's got balls. A live performance of that as the B side, um, and they redid the the a music the new music video that was released as well. Uh, that related to the movie itself. Yes. Let's see. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh, it is a greatest. It's it's a greatest hits. It's a compilation. Now, how rare is it? Andy, for a film to release a soundtrack or have a soundtrack for a movie that's all the same band. How common is that? Yeah, you, you know, we, we did it a few weeks ago, even the Grease one. Yes, it was all people from the movie, but it wasn't all Olivia Newton-John or all John Travolta, you yeah. know. It's weird. Um, unless it's something like a movie about Queen or ABBA or something like that where it's going to be the whole band on there. But this... Now... You will hear songs in the movie Maximum Overdrive that weren't ACDC songs. Yes, correct. Oh, yeah, we want to explain that. that but there are other there, songs. there's some instrumentals and different parts in there. Um, there is songs that aren't on the soundtrack, but that, that's true in every movie. Yeah. How many times you hear a song in a movie, then you buy the soundtrack going, the hell, this song's not on here, you know? So, yes, if you see the movie, go, oh, see, that's not an ACDC song. You're right, it's not. It's not on the soundtrack either. So, gotcha. You know, good movie, good times. Um, like I said, you could watch it on a rainy Friday night. It's not going to freak you out. It's, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, it's not like you have to get well lit room. 1986. You know, good good stuff. Good heavy metal, hard rock, a couple some bluesy feel in there as well. Yeah. Instrumentals. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, that's kind of their closest to a ballad they ever have, too, is that one bluesy song on there. That's as right close on. as a ballad. Yep. 37 minutes long. It's a good, easy listening to um, CD. That's all yeah. I've got for, for this album of the week. Is there anything else, Andy, that you recall listening to it as a, as a kid, as a teenager? Just, again, it was kind of – it was right after Fly on the Wall. MTV is kind of helping pump ACDC back up again, and this one came out. And I think it really kind of re-sparked their career – they kind of had some other good songs afterwards. But 
I, the video I thought was pretty interesting. I liked that video for Who Made Who. It was a little different. Kind of had some movie stuff in it. And they never really... Uh, how can I say this? They didn't ride the Stephen King coattails on this. No, we're ACDC. Here's our album. Yeah. I think that's why they wanted to name ACDC Who Made Who, not the soundtrack to Maximum Overdrive. They didn't want to ride Stephen King's coattails. And Stephen King didn't need to ride theirs. He's Stephen King for crying out loud. I mean, they're ACDC. They didn't need to. But after yeah. Fly on the Wall, they don't want to go like, oh, God, they're doing soundtracks now. You know, they don't want to fall into that yeah. part. Um, the only other thing I got for music this week, I just got the top three. Um, Spotify now does a weekly uh, mainstream rock chart. Our friends at Spotify, where you can hear the show. Uh, top three songs. Number three is Hey You by Disturbed. Number two, Patient Number Nine by Ozzy Osbourne and Jeff Beck. And number one, Eye of the Storm by Pop Evil. I had never heard that song until today. Loved it. Pop Evil, Eye of the Storm. Okay. It's the number one song. Sidetrack on Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know if you saw this. I hate to bring up sports right now, but Thursday night's game, he was supposed to play at halftime. So he did. NBC showed a whole 10 seconds of it. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. So, that was it. It's just a small clip. Yeah. So here you go. Spend all this money to have Ozzy be there. And then uh, it was probably the Rams who spent it because it was at their stadium. But yeah. So NBC, so I guess. So far. I guess NBC football doesn't want our type of uh, viewership, I guess. They no. don't, which is fine. I, to tell you the truth, I'm going off 10 seconds from what I read because I didn't watch the game either. So, <laughs> correct. That's what I got. Uh, mainstream charts on Spotify. You can check that out weekly, and we'll try to have the top three here every week when I remember. Awesome. I'll be honest about that. Sounds good. Have a good week, everyone, and um, get out there and listen to some ACDC, Who Made Who. And watch Maximum Overdrive. See ya. See ya.